Hello, this is Dr. Earl with Denali Medical. To get us started, I'd like to ask you a question. Are you ready? I mean, really ready. Are you ready to find solutions? Are you ready to find root source healing? If you are, well, let's go. Okay, well, let's jump into PEMF just for a little bit. The basics of PEMF stands for Pulse Electrical Magnetic Frequency. And it was really discovered as part of the space program with a lot of the spearheading of that research done in Russia, interestingly enough. And what happened was they, they were trying to find out why the astronauts, when they went up into space, had such severe bone, muscle, and neurological wasting. What people don't realize is the reason why the space shuttle program went away so a multi-billion dollar program, the reason it was able to go away was because of PEMF, Pulse Electrical Magnetic Field. The story is that anytime they sent up astronauts for more than three to four months, they had significant body tissue loss in those three main areas that they were months, if not years, recovering from being in space for that long. And initially they thought it might have been because of space radiation, and so they reinforced whole and tried to, to prevent as much radiation as they could, and that didn't change anything. So then they looked into resistance training, and so they did bands and, and tried to incorporate resistance training into their regimen, and that didn't change anything. And they looked at nutrition. They looked at all of these different components, and ultimately what they found was that in space we are not subject to the same electromagnetic fields that we are here on Earth, a pulsed electrical magnetic field that comes from Mother Earth, if you will, and it is that field that stimulates a lot of the bone generation, muscle tissue generation, and, and keeps our nerves healthy to some degree. Now, don't get me wrong. Certainly, there has to be activity and nutrition and other things coupled with it here on the Earth, but without that PEMF, the stimulation to grow and to continue to function at a high level is actually lost. And so the Russians were the first, and there are several PMF frequencies. There's Schumann's, there's Daimler's, there's uh, NASA's frequency, and there's several different frequencies out there. But the Russians were the first to reproduce the magnetic frequency, put that up into space with their astronauts, and then their astronauts were able to stay up for an extended period of time. And the same thing happened through communication. That information was somehow received at NASA. The engineers at NASA kind of produced their own and sent our astronauts up there with this technology. And it uh, was able to keep the astronauts healthy for an extensive period of time. The last astronaut, if I remember correctly, that came down, he was a twin, and he was up there for 18 months. He actually grew two inches and was healthy in every regard, especially in comparison to the previous astronauts who had to be retrieved every three months. So you can see this tiny little device has saved billions of dollars in the space industry. And then when you correlate that to our own health, we realize, and we're back a little bit to our conversation with electromagnetic frequencies, ENS we're bombarded with a lot of confusing and jarbled electromagnetic frequencies, everything from Wi-Fi to radio waves, which the longer radio waves aren't as significant, but 
Wi-Fi, soon come 5G, and a lot of these other wavelengths in your lights, your fluorescence, all these, all these energy outputs are releasing some version of electromagnetic frequency, and our bodies are bombarded with it. And the reality is, from a creation standpoint, evolution standpoint, however you want to look at it, we weren't necessarily designed to have this level of bombardment and be able to sort it out. And so we end up with a confused interpreter, that's our brain, and so we end up with these chronic pain syndromes, things don't heal right, we end up with infections, and we're susceptible to infections, our immune systems don't work right, because we're getting this mixed signal from all of these different electromagnetic frequencies. And so one of the key components of spending a good amount of time on a PMF device is that it will reset your system and help clear out some of that EMF bad language, if you will, the misinformation that your body's trying to deal with. And then add to that the fact that it will help nerves, bones, and muscles regenerate, yet it can be very powerful. There are two main differences with PMF, and obviously there are more, and there's, you know, they'll talk about a ringer and a hammer waveform and sawtooth versus up and down and, and a lot of different different variations that they can get into, and it gets it gets overwhelming for the consumer. And so really it's, it's a matter of finding someone in a company that you can trust and then allow them to do what they need to do. But two of the big things for the consumer to be aware of is that there is micro-PNF, and so that's in the level of something that is mild enough you could spend all night and sleep on example, a Bamer, you can sleep on that all night and kind of recharge your body. And it's just this low level of electromagnetic frequency. And then there's macro PMF. And if you've been to some physicians, chiropractors are big with this, some trade shows, uh, there's a, a company out now out that's actually franchising PMF services in their, uh, well, mini clinics, if you will. And they use what's called macro PMF, and that's where there's a lot of energy delivered to, to the body. Macro PMF has to be used very carefully and appropriately. If it's not, especially the macro PMF, it can actually exhaust the system and actually cause depletion of nutrients, minerals, and so forth. And so making sure that the personnel, the product, the machine is set up appropriately and you're treating the right thing can actually be very important especially when you're starting to deal with the macro PMF. It's a lot of energy. It can do some amazing things, but it has to be used appropriately. Well, I am so glad that you're so versed on this subject, so knowledgeable, I should say, that you can explain this to us. And I go to a chiropractor regularly, and they are now using, you know, having that beamer as a treatment. And I know that there's different names and so on, but I'm glad that you told us about the two different. But even if the clinic situation a clinic setting, people can do that have the micro. Doesn't necessarily mean you're always going to get the macro, right? Correct. And I ran a clinic where we were treating Lyme and cancer and some other things, and we used in conjunction with other therapies the micro PMF and had great results. And a lot of the research is done on the micro PMF. Most of the NASA research, and if you get a pure engineer from NASA, they will tell you micro is the only way to go. Looking at the physics and understanding how that works, there is actually a very good reason for the, the macro PMF. But again, it has to be used appropriately. And one of the ways that you can see if something's used inappropriately. So understand this is an energy system and it works the same 
as you would if the, the electricity in your house. And we know, for example, if you take a positive and a negative wire in your house and you cross them, you get this spark, and then pretty much everything shorts out. And a circuit breaker will trip. And so electrical systems inside of your body work very similarly. And so they either bypass the system. If they're given too much energy, too much, they can bypass the system, they can burn out, or they can trip the circuit breaker, if you will. And what I often see when I walk into some of these clinics is somebody's over there in the corner with a PMS device on, say, their arm or another part of their body, and they're, they're, they're just twitching like crazy. And unfortunately, that is misuse of PMS. If they're twitching like that, it means that the system is overloaded and it's gone into bypass mode. And it's bypassing through the nerves and then using the muscle as the end form to get rid of the excess energy. And that's the twitching that's going on. So even macro PNS needs to be at a level that is low enough. Now, I, and, and let me qualify that as well. There are very few instances where it is appropriate to use the macro PNS and have someone over there twitching. Uh, detoxification, especially of muscle tissues, comes to mind. And some of the other reasons why you might want to have an increased energy. So, Dr. Earl, so the TENS unit that people use for pain, is that a similar technology or is that something else? It actually is very different. So, TENS unit is transdermal electrical system, and it simply uses electrical stimulation that's transmitted into your body. The PMF is electromagnetic frequency. And a lot of the difference is in one house delivered, but two, how your body interprets it. A TENS unit really works at a tissue level. So you'll end up with a stimulation in the tissue, if you will. A PMF unit, if it's set up the right way, can get all the way down to the cells, including the membrane of the cells, the mitochondria, and that it just has a better penetration and it works at a deeper level. And a lot of times the TENS unit will only penetrate or work at a certain radius because it, it's picked up by the body and then, again, goes through to that bypass system or otherwise. Yeah, it really, really works, and that's why I was curious. And now that we've been trying the Beamer, it's like, that works too. And it's like you don't feel the difference as much with the Beamer. Right, and that would be the biggest difference as far as a consumer using it. Is with a TENS unit, they're like, I can feel the tingling, it must be working. But with a beamer, you really don't feel much of anything. But that is because it's working at a cellular level. And down to that level, we don't necessarily, you know, we don't have feeling, if you will, at every cell level. And so to get to that depth, we don't get the sensation we do. And that's often where, again, a combination, some companies are now coming out with a combination therapy where they'll do the macro and the micro on the same device. And I will, from my standpoint, the jury's still out on those devices, whether they're good, bad, indifferent, or, or what have you. I, I'm leaning towards the fact that they're probably bypassing the micro PMF with the macro and they're not getting any benefit from it. I know that Nancy, who's going to be coming on the next hour, she sleeps on hers. And it's not on all the time. It just comes on for an hour and goes off before she rises. And so I don't know if you have any more to add to that or not. Yeah, I actually own a Beamer, and I alternate between that and Earth Pulse. And I have my Beamer set up so it does a low-grade PMF all night long. 
and it's just how you have it set up. And then the same with my earth pulse. And I was able to get both of them and thought, oh, I'll, I'll try these and see how they work and did notice a difference. And I would say the Beamer has more possibilities, if you will, but as far as being just straight sleep assistance and re-energizing, I really haven't noticed much of a difference. The nice thing about the Beamer, though, is it also comes, you can get some infrared treatment, a little round cylinder, if you will, you plug into the Beamer, you put it over an area that's hurting, and you can put infrared right into that area. It comes with a focus delivery um, device so that you can deliver PMF just to say your neck or your shoulder or so forth. It doesn't have to be the whole mat. So it comes with a lot of other options. And you can do a similar thing with the Earth Pulse. It just depends upon how you want to use it. So you do all these treatments at your clinic? Uh, not currently. We're, we're getting into that. We had to get the script way down, and we're doing mostly those IV therapies, rejuvenate injections, migraine therapies, and, and so forth. That's where we're at now. But we're looking to expand. I've notified the landlord that I need more space, and he's looking for me, you know, kind of that whole business fund thing. Yeah. Okay, great. And for those of you who want to come out to Dr. Earl's Clinic in Adamsville, Utah, we'll give out the website and phone number again because you offer a lot of things there and your nutritional-based chelation is is one of your foundations, I believe, out there, right? Yeah, we do a lot with vitamin C and a lot with IV IV nutrients. I studied all over the place. Went out to Florida, to Seattle. I mean, really tried to get a good breadth of knowledge in regards to IVs, why they work, what nutrients work, and then how they work together. And we've come up with some IV cocktails that are very powerful. One of the things that we're jumping into right now and getting ready to launch is mercury chelation. Mercury is very different from any of the other metals. And again, one of the ways that you'll know if you want to be chelated by Dr. X is if he treats mercury different than he does any of the other chelations. And if he doesn't, he just says they're all the same. Be very wary. Mercury is fat-soluble. It is consistently ranks in the top ten for the most toxic substances on the planet. And so if they release the mercury in the wrong way, they don't capture it the right way, they don't eliminate it the right way, you will suffer significant consequences. There's actually several websites out that tell the horror stories of chelation gone wrong. And most of it has to do with mercury being treated or the doctor not checking to make sure that there weren't any residual amalgam fillings or otherwise, and then went about chelating and dumped a lot of mercury into the system. And, you know, your liver suffers the consequences, eyesight, brain, and it's pretty scary. So mercury chelation has to be done exact. Wow. Wow. Thank you. And that's the Denali Clinic. And the website is? DenaliMed.com. DenaliMed.com. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for your wonderful input today. Well, great. Thank you both, and I hope you the best. Okay. At the beginning of this lecture, I ask you, are you ready? Are you ready? And we're going to close with that same question. Are you ready? If you are, let's go.